Let's Science is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. We live in a universe of scientific wonders. Every day, scientists are inching towards breakthroughs which can change our lives. We're playing our small part in sharing these wonders with you. That's why today is a fine day for science. So let's science. In Australia, we've uh, let's see, we've had um, you know, we've got a, a virus going around. Mm, pandemic. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're we're locked down at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had some some crazy protests that have happened mm-hmm. in the city where you know that that haven't been so nice, and the footage that's gone around the world has made us look like some kind of dictatorship, which is not I true know. by the way. So had that. Um, yeah. Now we've had an earthquake. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the four horsemen of the apocalypse. I've just I'm just sitting waiting for that to happen now. All right. Um, yeah. Well, I went to Churchill Park the other day and I saw the four kangaroos of the apocalypse. So. <laughs> Close Kangaroos of the apocalypse. Yeah, were they? Yep. But anyway, let's let's suppose. we experienced an earthquake recently. Um, didn't do a lot of damage, thankfully. But um, but Caroline, what's tell us about this earthquake and about earthquakes in general? Okay, so let's learn a little bit about earthquakes. So we did have <laughs> quite quite an earth shattering um earthquake compared to what we usually have, which is hardly any earthquakes here in Melbourne. <laughs> so yeah. on, the, on the 22nd of September, so it wasn't that long ago, at uh, 9.15am, Melbourne actually experienced a 5.8 magnitude earthquake. And then following that, about 18 minutes later, it was a, a magnitude 4. Um, and this the epicentre was uh, northeast of Melbourne in Gippsland, uh, around uh, Mansfield, and um, this it's only about 130 k's from where we are now because I did my Google Maps just to see in the distance, and it was at a depth of 12 kilometers, and I, I think that's why we felt it so strongly. This earthquake was actually far-reaching, and it was felt in Sydney, it was felt in Canberra, in Adelaide, and even in Tasmania. So, wow, um, I forgot about that, Tassie. Yes, they felt oh, it wow. down there as well. Wow. Uh, yeah, so it was quite unusual. Um, I remember that I was just going upstairs to clean some kitty litter <laughs> and oh, all of a no. sudden I heard this rattling. I'm like, what's going on? And I just feel this shaking. I'm like, okay, I know what this is because I felt them in New Zealand before. And then I just grabbed one child, grabbed the other child, brought them close to me. I just thought, hang on, this is going on for a while. It actually went for a while. I don't know how long exactly, but it wasn't just a quick shake. It was went on for several, I would say, tens of seconds. Yeah, um, actually, Lino, in, in, in five seconds, tell us, what were you doing during the quake? Yes, I was going to ask. Yeah, I, 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 was, we were, I was at work. I was at work and, um, and um, you yeah, know, just at work at my packing station, I'm oh, sorry, receiving station, and a guy was on the forklift, the other guy was next to me. And we looked at the, um, at the warehouse and we were shaking. Now, we, we think, we, when we started shaking, I thought it was just the wind. Yeah, we yeah. have a strong wind, man. It goes really throughout yeah, right. the warehouse. Well, that sound. Sorry, <clears throat> sorry for the listeners for that. Um, anyway, um, and then all of a sudden, the whole ground just shook. the The racks. If you, if anyone in the warehouse knows, the racks was just shaking mm. like this, going Ooh. back and forth. Like, this is not a. <laughs> 
Yeah, this well. is not this is not a huge win. Goodness, in like, a warehouse, you wouldn't want any shaking, would you? Oh no, because when the rack started shaking, he went, "Okay, we got to go." And there's this guy going, guy oh coming out, going, "Come on, out, 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 out!" And we were outside, so we just rushed outside, and it lasted for us almost almost a minute because we could still feel the aftershocks. If is that correct, Caroline? You could still feel the aftershocks later. It was still going a little. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. And it was, and um, yeah, you can hear. Other people coming out from there, other warehousing and everything. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was really, really weird. We, as a first, like I said, at first we we're just standing there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a wind. All of a sudden, no, no, no just a wind. Run, <laughs> yeah, run. <laughs> exactly out. Hit Get the out hills. Of the yep, yep, that's it. Wow, yeah. Lindsay, well, what Callan, were you doing? Yeah. For the sands, it was very simple. <laughs> so, <laughs> myself. My wife, my sons, we were all lying down in, in, in my bed. <laughs> we were just having wow. a chat, and then suddenly, yeah. and uh, I think one of someone said, "Oh, that's a really loud truck." And it's like, mm -mm, "That's not a truck. This is an <laughs> yeah, earthquake." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, it was like, uh, and it's like, "Oh, this is going for a bit longer than normal." Yeah, exactly. um, yeah. it was a pretty strong shake. We felt it. it yeah, was, even from lying yeah. on a comfy mattress in bed, we could feel the <laughs> feel the movement. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. So it was a bit of a jolt. We all felt it. Um, everyone in Melbourne felt it for sure because I was one of those people who went on Facebook and said, oh has anyone else felt yeah, it? And so then I people. saw his whole, yeah. just my whole feed was everybody. Did anyone feel that? Did yeah, anyone feel that? Feel <laughs> that? Oh, we had an earthquake. Yeah, and then everybody was just going off. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, there was actually, I think it was, it was, uh, was it Chapel Street in Paran where there it was a building where a wall had fallen down. It was an old building. Um, and then there were people saying, you know, stuff fell off their shelves, picture frames may have moved and stuff like that. So people had various experiences. Luckily, no say, one was injured. Can mm -hmm. I say, there were a lot of people filming, I don't know, coincidentally, because the Channel 7 News had maybe like 10 different people who'd filmed on their camera. <laughs> yes. The one that broke my heart the most, though, were... There were these two children and they got, you know, Duplo blocks. They oh, yeah. built this really tall oh, line of Duplo yes. blocks and then it collapsed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But you know what? The best thing, rather than you pushing over your Duplo box blocks, is that if the earth shakes <laughs> boy, yeah, that's way more, bit, way more yeah. exciting. Do it again, usually, earth. Do it again. Yeah, <laughs> usually my kids build it up and they knock it over, but it's like, no, the earth, that's, yeah, well. Yeah. Um, yes. It was an interesting day because I think there were protests set for that morning in Melbourne and yeah, everybody was kidding yeah. that saying, oh, Dan, Dan Andrews, our premier, uh, organized an earthquake to stop the protest. <laughs> Stay in your homes and yes. shake the earth. <laughs> the protests <laughs> didn't stop. They happened later in the day. So luckily, actually, luckily, those protesters were not in the city near mm. the many buildings yes, because yeah, yeah. it may have been a different story. But anyway. So that happened. <laughs> and um, so I thought let's talk a little about a bit about um, earth science and why earthquakes happen. Okay. So we have to talk a little bit about the earth structure first. Okay. So I'm going a little deep. Oh, no pun intended. <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry. Talk I took that deep. as a pun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's all to do with the structure of the earth. So the earth is made up of four layers. Okay, so it's made up of the inner core, the outer core, the mantle, and the crust. Um, so starting with the inner core, the inner core is actually a solid metal sphere right in the middle of the Earth. Um, it's got a radius of, of about uh, 1,220 kilometers, which by coincidence is about three quarters the size of the moon. 
so it's quite large um, and it's made up of iron nickel and is very dense um, the outer core is also made out of nickel and iron but it's in a liquid form um, it sits between 5180 and 2880 kilometers below the surface it's heated so it's pretty hot it's heated by radioactive um, decay of elements of uranium and thorium and it actually it really is um, churning all the time it's got really quite turbulent currents and this actually creates the earth's magnetic field now if you know a bit about that the earth's magnetic as a side note the earth's magnetic field protects us from the solar flares and all the radiation coming from the sun um, so that's just a little side note for you um, <laughs> Wait, 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 we still have to wear our sunscreen, people. Don't, don't. Yes, some things do get through. Yes, some things get through. So then the next layer is the mantle, um, which probably most of us know about from volcanoes and things like that. Um, it's the Earth's thickest layer, starting about 30 kilometres um, below the Earth's surface. It's made from iron, magnesium and silicon. It is hot and it's a semi-solid kind of material. It also circulates around but it's a lot less uh, it's a lot slower than the outer core at about 100 to 200 kilometers depth is where the mantle's temperature actually reaches the melting point of rock it forms a layer called the asthenosphere sphere and it's where geologists believe that the tectonic plates ride and slide across the earth um, the crust is next, and it's the thin uppermost layer, so that we're sitting on the Earth's crust ourselves. Um, and it's cooler and it's more brittle compared to the layers below. It's mostly made up of so the, the largest um, composition of elements um, are oxygen, silicon, aluminium, and obviously you do have other elements, um, but those are the majority. So... The crust varies in thickness. Under oceans, it may only be about five kilometers thick, but under continents, it can be between 30 and 70 kilometers thick. And then the crust is divided up into these tectonic plates that we mentioned. Did you know that the tectonic plates actually move by about three to five centimeters a year? So if you're hoping to travel to Europe from Australia one day, just wait a few million years and you might just get there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, wow. I, got, I got time. You got time. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> it's thought that the um, tectonic plates movement is caused by the convection currents of the mantle below. So what about earthquakes? So earthquakes. Um, Tectonic plates on the crust have boundaries around them, and these are faults. And the majority of the faults are where earth—I mean, sorry—the majority of earthquakes are where the faults occur. Okay, so what happens? How does an earthquake happen? So earthquakes happen when tectonic plates slip past each other, because often the plates will be sitting next to each other. They may like kind of be wedged up against each other. They may even be in the process of kind of slipping, but they get stuck. And um, what happens is that um, when the plates actually eventually slip past each other, any energy that has been stored by, you know, the, the plates holding onto each other gets released. Yes. And this radiates outwards from the fault in the form of seismic, seismic waves. And if you can imagine ripples in a pond, that's how it happens. And that's why we feel so much shaking. Um, 
the waves shake the earth as as they move through, and um, they're actually measured by seismographs. Now, before I go into that, the area where the earthquake starts is called the hypocenter, but the location directly above that is called the epicenter. So everybody's mm, heard right. about the epicenter. The epicenter, yeah. And the largest ma- main quake, the first one that you feel, the really big shock one, is called the main shock and the aftershocks follow and the aftershocks are usually smaller. Now, if you get another big main shock, that's going to be the main shock and the other one was just kind of like a little shock. So there you go. Oh, they wow. reclassify. Yeah. And aftershocks can be quite big. I've been in New Zealand where... Uh, so you get something close, like a 6.1 or something, and then they'll have a 5.5. The 5.5 still feels quite big, you know, so it's still rattling. I've had it where we've been, you know, you had the 6.1, you're like, wow, that was, you know, you feel that. You go for a walk afterwards a few hours later and you see the bushes shaking and stuff. You go, okay, we're still shaking. So, like, it's still still going. Now, New Zealand um, had... Devastating earthquakes. They have, in, yes. Uh, not Christchurch? Or? Yes, Christchurch yes, was yeah. the one, the really big one, only not too long ago, a few years ago. Uh, Wellington has had really big ones. Um, actually, the, where my parents, my husband's parents live in Wellington, um, so they're on a, uh, up in the hills, and half of their backyard is kind of slipped away from one of the oh. earthquakes. Oh, yeah, yes, wow. so it's oh, still wow. fine. Like, they're, it, the rest of the area they live on is quite strong, but that bit was a bit loose and kind of just fell down. Shook so, away, yeah. Yeah. It, um, I don't know if you know the answer to this, but is there, is there a major fault line uh, under New Zealand or nearby? Yeah, so they that... sit on their – I think they're sitting on a uh, – like in the middle of a, a tectonic plate, so that's why they've got so much geological activity. You know, they've got volcanoes, they've got uh, the hot springs, they've got the, vol- uh, the earthquakes, yeah. And um, – so it's very geologically active in New Zealand, oh, yes. wow. which is what makes it such a beautiful place as well. You know, if you think about all the island places where there's volcanoes, so Hawaii, you know, like that, it's all volcanically active. So um, even like Sicily, Italy, they've got beautiful countryside. It's all volcanic, you know, so yeah, wow. um, yeah. it does create a, the one in Spain at the moment um, is that's happening. Um, it's actually created a new landmass. I was about to say. The volcano. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's really fascinating. No, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. it, it's very interesting stuff. So we, this, the seismic waves are measured by seismographs and they're um, – they create a graph called a seismogram, and this actually measures the magnitude of the earthquakes. Um, so if you see a seismograph, you'll see little waves being measured. Um, so it kind of like looks like, um, say you could have a ball or a pin on top of a platform, and the base will stay still, but the either the needle or the ball will move as the earth shakes. And the larger the wave, the stronger magnitude um, of the earthquake. If you get little ones, they're kind of small earthquakes. So you can see the, the movement um, of the earth. And um, there are actually two kinds of seismic waves. There's P waves and S waves. Um, they can actually help to tell whether where an earthquake originates um the p waves are fast traveling waves and will shake the ground first and then the s waves are slower and will follow the p waves um the time between the p wave and the s wave can actually be measured 
And then the distance from the location where the earthquake happened can be calculated. Um, however, the direction can't be calculated by one seismograph. You can actually use triangulation though. So if you have a few seismographs in different lo different locations and they measure the same earthquake, um, you can actually use the radius um, of each one and where the radius kind of intersects, you can find the epicenter. So that's how they, they do that. Um, yeah, so Australia, now going back to the specifically this Melbourne earthquake, Australia itself doesn't actually sit on a tectonic fault, say like New Zealand, Hawaii, other countries like uh, we know of Japan, you know, there's that whole plate there. Um, in fact, it sits on a plate called the Indo-Australian plate um, and it contains mostly Australia and ocean. And we're like not in the middle, but we're not, it doesn't go through Australia. Um, so why are we still, in, still feeling these quakes? So the earthquake in Melbourne actually occurred because there was a buildup of energy in the crust which was released due to a rupture of a weak zone. So there was actually a fault in the crust. So not the plate, but the crust itself. Oh, right. Oh, so wow. that can okay. still happen and still cause quakes. Yes. So um, that's a bit of – that's. Yeah, that was quite interesting to learn because when you think, I think a lot of us, I actually heard a lot of people and even at work while they were, you know, chatting online the next day, um, they were like, well, but we're not on a fault line. Why are we getting um, quakes? Well, that's the reason why you can still have faults in the crust, not just be sitting on a tectonic fault and have an earthquake. Yeah. Um, so I think, I guess to Melbourne, Melbourneians, the earthquakes feel kind of, kind of like far apart and we'd probably say it's quite rare to have an earthquake here. Um, but they are kind of happening on a, on a regular basis. Um, according to records that have been kept, um, there's been a magnitude six or higher around every six to ten years. And, um, yeah, so Australia is still quite seismically active. And, I, and I, I do remember a couple of other smaller earthquakes. I feel like this was the bigger one. Yeah, um, we've had tremors before. We've, we've had, had tremors. tremors. Little shakes, yeah. 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 Nothing, nothing as big as this. We've had nothing tremors. as big yeah. as this. And, in fact, this, mm. is, this was the largest one um, recorded in Victoria ever. Um, and there have been other quakes around magnitude 5 in 1996 Mount, from Mount Borbor, originating Mount Borbor, and another one 2012 in Maui. So, um, yeah, the, we still get the quakes here, and, um, you know, this may not be the last one. So now that we know about it, there you go. So they don't actually – they still don't know a lot about why they happen here in Melbourne because there's not a lot of funding put into the research. But, um, you know, at least they do know that – you know, this one was just caused by a little bit of a fault in the crust. So there you go. Hope that was, uh, hope I wasn't too earth shattering. <laughs> 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 to be honest, every time you say crust, I was thinking of pizza. So, mm. Mm. Me too, yeah, to be honest. Like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Crust. Uh, or a crust mm. on top of a cake after you cook oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was good. That actually answered a, the, all, a lot of the questions I was going to ask you because like, um, what was responsible if we're not on a fault light and things mm -hmm. like that. But I didn't know about stored energy in the crust that's um, getting released. That's a really interesting um, source for earthquakes. I, I actually didn't know that was a thing. So that was really good. Some new knowledge today. <laughs> there you go.
Let Science is brought to you by StarQuest Media and is a fortnightly podcast that brings you the scientific wonders of our universe from a distinctly Catholic point of view. For more from Caroline, Lindsay, and friends, listen to the StarQuest show, Catholics of Oz. Find links from today's show at sqpn.com science and find the Catholics of Oz at sqpn.com oz. Be sure to follow the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you can find podcasts, or on the SQPN YouTube channel. The generous donations of our patrons at sqpn.com give make it possible for us to continue Let Science and all the shows at StarQuest, which makes our nonprofit mission possible. You can join them by visiting sqpn.com give. Join us next time for more scientific wonders, and thank you for listening to Let Science on StarQuest. <laughs>